Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The $1.6 billion lawsuit against Fox News heats up as the network's major hosts sit for depositions. I'll be joined by Ada McLaughlin, the editor-in-chief of Mediate, to break it all down. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. Last year, Dominion Voting Systems, the company that creates voting software and hardware like voting machines, they filed a lawsuit against Fox News for defamation. And the lawsuit stated, quote, Fox endorsed, repeated, and broadcast a series of verifiably false yet devastating lies about Dominion. One, Dominion committed election fraud by rigging the 2020 presidential election. Two, Dominion software and algorithms manipulated vote counts in the 2020 presidential election. Three, Dominion is owned by a company founded in Venezuela to rig elections, dictator Hugo Chavez. And four, Dominion paid kickbacks to government officials who used its machines in the 2020 presidential election. Now, the lawsuit cited a number of Fox News stars as having pushed these false statements, including Maria Bartiromo, Tucker Carlson, Lou Dobbs, Sean Hannity, Janine Pirro. Here's actually a brief glimpse into some of the hosts talking about Dominion. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got lots of information about the Dominion voting system, which I've been investigating myself. Several Trump campaign attorneys, prominently Sidney Powell, say they have evidence that certain voting software was rigged and that millions of ballots were changed from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. That is a shocking claim, but we do not dismiss it out of hand. We're dealing here on the left with people who support third trimester abortion and BLM riots. So clearly they have no limits. Are Dominion systems prone to human error? 72 million Americans voted for Donald Trump. All of them, all of us, deserve an answer. Found a number of issues with Dominion's Democracy Suite 5.5A machine, the same model used, for example, in Pennsylvania. One of the troubling findings by the Secretary of State in Texas was that the voting machine was the voters' inability to check and retain a straight-party ballot. Well, now several of those stars have to sit for depositions. Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Janine Pirro, they've already been deposed. It's been reported that Maria Bartiromo will be deposed next week. All right, me lads and lassies, I want to talk to you about something very special. Every time I try to do a Scottish accent, every time, it sounds like a leprechaun. It is the worst. I am terrible at it. What I'm trying to do is talk to you about established titles. If you don't know about established titles, it is a really cool gift to give somebody. I mean, how many times can you give somebody a sweater? You know what I mean? Well, established titles is a company that allows you to buy a parcel of land in Edelston, Scotland. That's right. Even just one square foot of dedicated land. And when you do that, you get a certificate just like this one. That's right. I am a landowner, kind of a big deal. I get my own unique plot number. You get to become a lord or lady under Scottish custom. And not only that, Established titles for every order, they plant a tree. They work with charities across the world to support global reforestation efforts. It's just a fun, novel way to help preserve the picturesque woodlands. And right now, established titles is not only running a massive sale, but if you use the code LAWCRIME10, you get an additional 10% off. So you go to establishedtitles.com slash LAWCRIME10, and you can get your gifts now and help support the channel. 
I'm here. I want to talk a little bit more about what we can expect here. And I'm joined right now by Aiden McLaughlin, the editor-in-chief of Mediate and the host of Mediate's The Interview Podcast. Aiden, good to see you. Nice to be with you, Jesse. First, congratulations. I heard Mediate had a record August of uh, downloads and streaming. We did, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, record page views as well on the website. So uh, we're, we're very happy with that. And uh, thanks to our audience for continuing to come back. And so who better to talk to me about this giant lawsuit than you who's been following it? I, I want to first start off, what are some of the alleged defamatory statements made by these hosts? I mean, what exactly did they say or alleged, right. so, allegedly said? So there were a blizzard of false comments made about Dominion and about the election in the aftermath of 2020. They were made by mostly opinion hosts on Fox News. Now, there's one discrepancy that I'd like to make between some of the Fox News opinion hosts were merely airing claims that were made by Trump and his allies about the election or hosting his allies on air, uh, like Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. Then there were other Fox News hosts who were actually pushing these claims themselves. Um, hosts like Lou Dobbs, Maria Bartiromo, um, and Janine Pirro are named in this Dominion lawsuit as having made these false claims themselves. It, Maria Bartiromo uh, suggested that uh, Dominion was being used to rig the election. Um, uh, Lou Dobbs also said that there were problems with these Dominion voting machines that were switching votes uh, from Donald Trump uh, over, uh, to Joe Biden. Rudy Giuliani, for example, uh, said that Dominion voting machines was created uh, by uh, uh, an ally of uh, Hugo Chavez uh, in order to rig elections. Um, and uh, Dominion obviously says that there is no truth to that claim. But they, but some of the hosts, so Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, at least not even not supported Dominion, but they entertained some, this is something we should look into, right? That initially that's what they said. Right. And, you know, Dominion is very specific about what, what each host did. They note that when Rudy Giuliani made one of his claims about uh, the voting systems company, uh, that Lou Dobbs, who was a Fox business host at the time, uh, approvingly mentioned that he made that claim and appeared to agree with it. Dominion is trying to make the case that even though he was skeptical about these false claims being made by Sidney Powell and other Trump allies, um, that he later came to embrace the false claims about Dominion and about the election. Well, what do you think they're being asked in these depositions? And by the way, when I say depositions, these are out-of-court sworn statements. They are obviously important in any litigation because it's a fact-finding mission trying to prove the elements of a claim. You need to do a fact-finding mission to see what's there. But also, these depositions could be used at trial if, for example, Tucker Carlson is called as a witness, His whatever his testimony is at trial should basically match up to what he said in these sworn depositions. I mean, it sounds to me from what you're saying, the deposition of perhaps a Tucker Carlson would look very different than the, the deposition of a Maria Bartiromo. Uh, that's for sure. And I think there's probably two buckets of Fox News hosts that we're looking at in these depositions. There's hosts like Shepard Smith, uh, and uh, Dana Perino, who are both, were both on the news side of Fox News. Shepard Smith is now at CNBC. And they're being asked questions more about how the news side was handling these false claims of a stolen election. Uh, then you have the opinion hosts uh, who are you know, the subject of this lawsuit, like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Janine Pirro. The thing that Dominion is trying to do from the reporting that, that uh, New York Times and uh, Washington Post has done about what is being asked in these depositions is that Dominion is trying to establish that there is a pattern of disregard for the facts here, that these were publicly known facts about Dominion that Fox News hosts were disregarding in their coverage. They're also trying to establish that senior executives at Fox Corp, which is the parent company of Fox News, that's Lachlan Murdoch and Rupert Murdoch, that they were very intimately involved in Fox News's coverage and that they were telling Fox News hosts to disregard 
the truth about Dominion and about the election and to go forward with these allegations of a stolen election because they feared that the Fox News audience was leaving the network. And, you know, Fox News did see a, a massive erosion of its uh, viewership in, in the aftermath of the 2020 election after the network was the first to call Arizona uh, for Joe Biden. A bunch of their viewers, their Trumpier viewers, fled to outlets like Newsmax and OAN, which, which saw a surge in viewership. So the argument that Dominion is trying to make is that in the wake of that erosion of viewership, executives like Rupert Murdoch and Lachlan Murdoch instructed Fox News hosts to start airing these claims of a stolen election, uh, to try and sort of cleave back a lot of that viewership. And they were under enormous amount of pressure, these Fox News hosts, to go along with what Trump was saying about the election, because he's attacking the network in real time, saying that, that viewers should go and watch Newsmax and OAN. Um, so I, I'd expect that there is going to be a lot of questioning of these Fox News hosts about what they were being told by Fox and Fox, Fox Corp and Fox News leadership about how to cover them. It's my understanding the Murdochs might be having to be deposed as well. I mean, what are you expecting from that? Because again, it becomes a question of what do you, if you could be a fly in that room, right? What would you want to know from these Fox News hosts? And what would you want to know from Rupert Murdoch or Lachlan Murdoch or anybody like that? Right. So we're, we're expecting to have depositions. There haven't been scheduled depositions for Lachlan Murdoch and for Rupert yet. Uh, those are expected to be added since the scope of the uh, lawsuit includes Fox Corporation and Fox News. A judge allowed for that, that uh, scope to go forward. You know, what I would really want to know is one of the fascinating things about this is that Fox News was sort of divided at the time. You had Fox News anchors on the news side of the network who would air these extensive packages. Eric Sean, who, who airs a, a show on, on Fox News on the weekends, would air a, an extensive package debunking all of these election conspiracy theories and saying that they were they're provably false. We have information that shows that these claims are false. And then later on the Fox News opinion programs, opinion hosts would repeat those election conspiracy theories, or they would host Trump allies like Rudy Giuliani, who would push them. So what I would want to know from these Fox News hosts and from Rupert Murdoch and the Fox News executives is you knew you had information that this stuff was false because there were newsmen on Fox News saying that this information was false. What was what what was went into the decision to have then a opinion host and the opinion hosts are all, you know, they get much higher viewership uh, than the news anchors. What went into the decision to have these news hosts then push these false allegations of election fraud or have allies push the false allegations of election fraud without debunking them on air? And I think that's where you that's where Dominion really gets into their argument of whether there was actual malice here uh, or a, a reckless disregard for the truth, which is, as you know, Jesse, is an extremely high bar to pass for these sorts of lawsuits. Right. Let's get into that for a second. So when we're talking yeah. about the legal standard here, this is a very, very interesting lawsuit. Some would say it could be a landmark lawsuit, could change the whole landscape of being able to sue giant media organizations. As you said, the high standard here for defamation, uh, because you are dealing with public figures and public institutions, is uh, to prove defamation, you need to know, say, A, that the statement was false, and that they, it was these either Fox News hosts or Fox News knew it was false or was made with reckless disregard for the truth, like basically completely ignored the facts that would say this isn't the, the, what's happening. And so there is a very high burden here. I want to ask you about something, though. I want to ask you about uh, Fox's reaction to this. So I'm going to ask you about Fox's reaction, if any, to the depositions. Before I do that, though, this is the statement from Fox News Media regarding the Dominion lawsuit. They say, quote, we're confident we will prevail as freedom freedom of the press is foundational to our democracy and must be protected. In addition to the damage 
damages claims being outrageous, unsupported, and not rooted in sound financial analysis, serving as nothing more than a flagrant attempt to deter our journalists from doing their jobs. By the way, a little side note, of course, there could be a case where Fox News loses, and it doesn't necessarily mean they'd have to pay out $1.6 billion. A a jury might not come back with that. Now, Dan Webb, who's a lawyer representing Fox News, has said uh, that the network uh, was merely reporting on a very important story. He said, quote, there are a few events in the last 50 years in this country that I think are more newsworthy than a president alleging that our entire democratic system was put on its head by a voting machine company stealing votes. And I'll just add one more thing. Fox News uh, had filed an application to continue to seal uh, documents in the Dominion case, and they made quite a statement. They said, Fox said, quote, Dominion's misleading presentation of the confidential documents illustrates the dangers of unnecessarily presenting discovery documents at this early stage of the lawsuit. In addition to the public's lack of interest in these documents, Dominion's maneuver does not further judicial economy or an orderly process. Instead, Dominion's goal is clear. It wishes to mislead the public with cherry pick and mischaracterize non-public documents long before it has to carry its burden of proof in court. So in other words, They are completely fighting this right now and completely disagree with Dominion's characterization of events. Have they responded so far, Fox, to the the announcement that depositions have been taken? Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So, no, Fox News spokes uh, people have basically directed us to their previous statements on this. And uh, Fox News' uh, position is that you know, they're basically appealing to the broad First Amendment protections that media outlets enjoy in this country. And their argument is that you had the president of the United States that was making these claims of a stolen election, and we were merely reporting on it. And they're saying, you know, basically what we were doing was no different from how every other media outlet is going to report on the very newsworthy things that a president of the United States says. Um, What Dominion is trying to show is that they went a step further and actually were advancing these claims themselves, claims that they knew to be false. Um, As far as what I know from what is going on in Fox, you know, beyond the statements that they've made, um, the people inside Fox are a little bit rattled by this because you have, um, you know, in the discovery phase, you have all these private communications between Fox News hosts that Dominion is going to have access to. Um, And what Dominion is trying to show is that while these Fox News hosts are making these claims on air, Internally, they know that these claims are false. Um, Fox News is obviously not admitting to that. They are saying that what they were merely doing was reporting on what was going on and that the no specific claim made by a Fox News host, you know, while there may have been claims made by Rudy Giuliani on air that, you know, you could dispute the veracity of them. Fox News hosts did not make any claims uh, that were libelous. Um, I think that they will probably have a hard time doing that. You know more about the the legal uh, standards than I do, but 
you know, if you look at just from a journalistic standpoint, the stuff that they were saying on air was provably false. And it was it was shown false by um, other hosts on the network, hosts and anchor, anchors on the network. And I think what's also interesting, and, and Dominion's going to try and push this in, in their case, is that other Murdoch properties, the New York Post, the Wall Street Journal, they were running editorials and their editorials are, are, are famously not um, you know, liberal. They're very conservative, the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal and of the New York Post. And they were running editorials saying Trump should drop the stolen election claims. They are false. They've been tossed by judges that he appointed. He should stop saying that there was a stolen election. So while you had other Murdoch properties saying that this stuff was untrue, you had Fox News hosts and guests on their network still pushing them. And I think what Dominion is trying to show is that Rupert Murdoch was telling one thing to his newspapers, the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal, whilst encouraging Fox News to run a different line. And I think that's going to be an important question in the depositions, right? I mean, understanding why right. is it certain things were said and what was the motivation behind it. We talked earlier about, is this the, was this a directive from the higher ups that we have to keep pushing this to get viewers? Now, I'll just say something because I'm, I wanted to get your reaction to this lawsuit from a general point of view, a news point of view. Mm. You have this news organization being sued. And generally speaking, as you mentioned, there is a First Amendment protection for news organizations. They can make mistakes. They can right. get reports reporting wrong. They can report things that are not true uh, as long as it wasn't done intentionally. And as you said, with actual malice in many circumstances, because, and, and that's fair, right? You don't want to have this kind of chilling effect on news organizations. Now, does that not mean that somebody in that news organization would get fired as a result of that? Sure. But it doesn't mean that they're going to be sued for defamation. I am curious though, with this level of a lawsuit, which by the way, we're at the point of depositions. Right. Fox News tried to have this dismissed. It's not. It's moving forward. From your point of view in the media industry, what do you think the effect of this case could be? Are you concerned about it in any way? Because they're taking on a giant news organization, and it is possible that Fox News could be found liable for defamation. Right. So I'm not particularly concerned about this case. I mean, first of all, it's it's remarkable in its scope and its evidence. You know, usually defamation cases focus, uh, particularly against media outlets, focus on one, you know, statement that can be proven to be false. This Dominion lawsuit involves dozens and dozens of statements made on air over the course of weeks. Um, so it's just it's a really, really broad case to begin with. Uh, I think when you know when you're looking at this the scope of defamation claims brought against media outlets in America, I think it's a it's a great thing that we have such broad protections for media outlets because, as you said, there's you know media media outlets can get things wrong and they shouldn't be punished by that, particularly by you know powerful people that media outlets are are supposed to be holding to account. With this case, it really is when you look at the claims that were made on Fox News. It was incredibly irresponsible. And at the time, you know, it, this wasn't one of those things where there was one report that Fox News dropped that turned out to be false later, and now you have a lawsuit about it. You had media critics like, you know, us at Mediaite and, you know, the Washington Post, the New York Times, all of these uh, news outlets basically screaming at Fox News saying, you are reporting things that are false, that we know to be false, that we knew to be false before you reported them on air. And Fox News completely ignored that and went ahead and continued to air this stuff that was incorrect. And, you know, we've had a couple times in the past where Fox News has been reined in by, you know, the threat of lawsuits. Um, you know, notably the parents of Seth Rich sued Fox News because of false claims that were made about Seth Rich, um, you know, the, the killed uh, DNC staffer that were made on, on air. Fox News ended up settling 
for a lot of money with the parents of Seth Rich. Um, I think that was a good thing that they were able to, to sue Fox News um, and to achieve that victory in court. Um, so I think that this case, the Dominion case, because of what Fox News was airing, because we knew it to be false at the time, uh, it doesn't particularly worry me, but it's certainly an incredibly um, you know, momentous case for First Amendment in the United States and for the media in the United States. Um, you know, hopefully it, it, it lends some a little bit of humility to Fox News when it goes covering, um, you know, stolen election claims in the future. It's not going to be an issue that's going to, 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 to fall away in the next couple of years. And it does make me wonder if they'll actually settle this, because although settlements are confidential, the fact that they would settle this, again, if there were terms that both sides could agree to, I wonder if they don't optically want to do that because it would make it look like, yeah, you know what, we did do something wrong here. So and if it's not a settlement. This looks like it's going to a jury trial in April of 2023, and then maybe a jury will ultimately make a determination. Ada McLaughlin, editor-in-chief of Mediate, and you can also check him out on the Mediate's The Interview podcast. Thanks so much for coming on and taking the time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Jesse. Everyone out there, thanks so much for joining us here on Sidebar. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We very much appreciate it. Sidebar is produced by Sam Goldberg, YouTube manager Robert Zoki, Alyssa Fisher as our booking producer, and video editor Logan Harris. I'm Jesse Weber. Speak to you next time.